there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Mitch and Polly out today, but Stormy Tony and Sean King holding it down for you here in Las Vegas. As the football season comes to an end, remember everybody, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbooks, the place to be for hoops and hockey. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. Join them every week for new promotions like the Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parley Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get, and more. BetRivers.com or you can download the Bet Rivers app. It's a whole new game. We are going to keep talking some hockey right here. Welcome in Dan Rosen, NHL.com, senior writer at D Rosen NHL. And I don't know if you know this, Dan, but you probably do because I said it in the break. But you are in the presence of greatness with Puckstradamus <laughs> to my left. You don't, know, you don't yeah. always hear about a football guy being called Puckstradamus, but here we are. But I love it, though, because, you know, he's, he's found the right calling now because, you know, you got to go with the pucks instead of the, the pigskin. The pucks over the pigskin right now. You know, and, and it's weird because I don't like to toot my own horn, but I do think but I'm, he did say I, toot, I, toot. I do think I'm <laughs> one of the preeminent <laughs> hockey handicappers in the country. Even when I'm wrong, I feel like, you know, I was right. For instance, I gave out <laughs> Calgary in regulation last night. They're up 3-1. With about four minutes left in the game, and they completely fall apart. I gave up St. Louis Blues. I think it was Saturday. They were up five to two. Completely fell apart. Like so, even my losses. Like you, I generally feel like well, I was on the right side. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard this before, but it's a sixty minute game. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I, you get him, Dan. I will. I will say this, Dan, and tell me this is a big picture opinion on, on hockey, and you tell me uh, if you agree with this. Night in and night out, because I'm an avid hockey follower, I feel like the level of sloppiness has, is at an all time high, and there's really seems to be a, a lack of elite effort from some squads. Have you noticed that? And, and is it different than in past years? Well, 
I haven't noticed the effort. Um, I think sometimes it might look that way, but it really can also come down to the other team might just be pushing a little harder. It, I don't necessarily – like Vancouver last night, for example, they got more. Right? They definitely have more. So maybe that's an example of that, but they're going through a lot of changes and kind of know where their direction is this season. Um, but I do notice the sloppiness, and I notice that more than what you're talking about with the effort. And I think in, and in talking to coaches about this and managers about this, the, the, F, the, the sloppiness in the game – as a result, is a result of lack of practice time, and especially at this year, at this time of the year, it's hard to get good, solid practices in because the games are coming fast. Travel is what it is, and these guys need a break. I mean, hockey is a long season, you know, and they, you know sometimes you know you're playing a back to back or a three and four. You're not going to practice on that off day. Not a lot of morning skates are going on right now. There's a lot of that, you know, rest, recovery, uh, all the analytics that go into that too. And as a result, I think you are seeing a little bit of sloppiness in the game. Uh, but sometimes sloppy hockey can be really fun too. Sloppy <laughs> hockey can be fun hockey. No, it's not. Not when you've got the team that's turning it over <laughs> and just making a whole lot of unforced errors. It's really frustrating. But as we look Big picture from a future standpoint, if the playoffs started right now, the defending Stanley Cup champion Colorado Average Avalanche are not in the playoffs, but they are starting to get healthier. Is now a time to buy the Avs? I know you're still not like when you look at the odds, you wouldn't realize that they're out of the playoffs if it started now. But do you think the Avs are going to get completely healthy and be the same dangerous team that they finished last year as? So what you said is interesting to me, you know, if the playoffs started right now. The difference is the Colorado Avalanche have played three fewer games than the two teams currently ahead of them in the standings, in the wildcard standings, Edmonton and Calgary. So if the playoffs started right now, it wouldn't be even. It wouldn't be equal, you know. If you look at the points percentage right now, the Avalanche are in a pretty, you know, they, can they be better? Yeah, they can be better. But points percentage-wise right now, they would be third in their division and in the playoffs right now. Um, so there is something to be said there. I do think, yes, they have, they have 31 games to play. They're going to get healthier as this goes on. Knock on wood for them that nobody else goes down. They will slowly guard healthy. And there's the other factor here, Gabriel Landeskog, their captain, such an important player for them, right? If Gabriel Landeskog is able to come back and play, that's a huge addition for them. If he is not able to come back and play, if they can determine that he's not going to be able to play the last, you know, the last two months of the season, then they're going to go out and add at the trade deadline and use that money that's available because long-term injured reserve, that opens up the cap space there. So they're going to add there. So either they're going to get a great player and Gabriel Lanisog back, or they're going to be able to add another player at the deadline that can really make an impact for them. I think the Colorado Avalanche remain one of the most dangerous teams in the National Hockey League. And they're a team like Tampa has been in the past and is really now just get in. Because if they just get in, you name me a team that wants to face Colorado Avalanche in the first round. Absolutely not. Everybody would be trying to get away from that matchup because they know how effective they can be when healthy and in the playoffs. You're absolutely right. And Storm is going to ask you some Eastern Conference questions because she's, she's got all of her dreams and aspirations attached to the Boston Bruins who've been phenomenal up to this point. But before we leave the West... If not Colorado, 
than who? I know Dallas is sitting at the top, but I, I can you really trust the stars? Like, if, well, if not then, Colorado, then And then, then I'm super concerned about Vegas, too, without Mark yeah, Stone, their leaders in Thompson's the Pacific, out. but what happens, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Vegas, I wouldn't, Vegas is very concerning to me. They're, they're, they, they've won a couple in a row now after really slumping before the All-Star break, but not having Mark Stone for an extended period of time is going to hurt them. Logan Thompson out hurts them big time. Uh, that's not a team that like that I would lay a lot of money on here for for any but anyway. Um, the two teams in the West, Dallas. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop. I'm not gonna say anything bad about them. I like the way they play. Uh, they have the goaltending. They have the depth, the experience. They've got youth in their legs too. Um, they got strong coaching. Pete DeBoer has done it. Everywhere, almost everywhere he goes, like there's an impact right away where Pete DeBoer goes in the NHL, and he's having that in Dallas too. And I like that team a lot. But the other team you got to look at is the Edmonton Oilers, and and they've been playing much better hockey of late. They, it is still yes, the Connor McDavid Leon Drysaddle show, but they're getting support. Evander Kane means a lot to that team. Ryan Nugent Hopkins means a lot. Zach Hyman, too. And if they can get the saves, if Jack Campbell's a guy who can make saves, Stuart Skinner or one of those two guys, they're going to be a very dangerous team. They're starting to play like the team that went to the Western Conference Final and really, you know, in the Western Conference Final, got outclassed by the Colorado Avalanche. That's how you win. That you, you lose. That's how you learn, right? you got to go through it. And I think the Edmonton Oilers can be a real dangerous team. They have the best players. There's no question about it. And the, and the two guys in Drysaddle and McDavid, but they're starting to see you're seeing some depth from them too now. On the eastern side of things, it's been all Bruins all year largely, which is interesting yeah. because going into the season, I thought Boston was going to be a team because of their health. That hey, let's fade Boston early and then see where it goes. That was not the case. They didn't drop back to back games until the end of January. It's absurd. They could set a points record in the NHL this year if they continue at the pace that they're playing. Although I don't know if winning the President's Trophy is the best thing. <laughs> if you want them tonight. to also win uh, a Stanley <laughs> Cup, but is the level of play? that they have had throughout the majority of the season sustainable. They've dropped four of their last five games, looking to get back on track today at Dallas, oddly enough, um, who we were just talking about. But is what we have seen the majority of the season who they are and can that carry them through the postseason? Yeah, it is who they are. I mean, when you play 52 games, that's who you are. And this is a really good team. It's a veteran team. Uh, It's a team that, Jim Montgomery's done a terrific job coaching it, partly because he understands that sometimes the players can coach, the players coach themselves. You know, in Boston, Patrice Bergeron's one of the best leaders in the game. Um, there's been a, a real symbiotic relationship there between Montgomery and these players, and, and, and it is who they are. They are an elite team. There's no question about it. They've gone through a little bit of a struggle here of late, but that was bound to happen. They weren't going to play 82 games at the level they were at. So I think that they can continue at this level, but that doesn't guarantee them in the playoffs because there's another team. The Carolina Hurricanes are really good. Yes, they are. And they're a team that that they kind of still, shockingly, nationally, I think, fly a little bit under the radar because they don't have a superstar, if you will. They don't have that, you know, unbelievable goaltender. They, they don't have the Norris Trophy winning defenseman, even though Jacob Slavin could be and Brett Burns has been. Um, they, they have, but they have, they play the same way all the time. They suffocate you. They forecheck the hell out of you. They limit your shots against. 
And they're a team that has experienced some playoff disappointment of late. And I think that they are also a team that understands now what it takes in the playoffs. And they, can, they have the ability to go deep. So what Boston's done this season is remarkable. And I'm sure for the next 30 games will continue to be remarkable. But all that does is get them in. Yeah. That's the only thing it does is it gets them in. And Carolina's sitting there, and they're ready to go. The Rangers are playing really well. The Devils are an upstart team that play a lot of fast hockey. Uh, and, and Boston wins the first round. They got Toronto or Tampa Bay in the second round. So good luck there. You know, So it just gets them in. It's, it's, uh, it's, that's the one thing with the NHL playoffs is that if you're the best team in the regular season, it just guarantees you one thing, that you got a shot in the playoffs. <laughs> yep. Uh, I love the Bruins for a futures parlay I have, but I'm a huge Canes fan. Love Rod Brindabore and everything that he's done. We've got about 10 seconds, so if you had to pick one team to win it all right now, who is it? I think I would go Carolina. I would. Awesome. I, lo- I I agree with you on Brindamore. I, I think that this team has gone through some disappointments, and they understand, like I said before, they understand a little bit more about playoff hockey now, what it takes. So I would go Carolina. Dan, you're awesome. That is Dan Rosen. Thanks so much for your time. He has the Canes plus 650 is their odds currently if they can win it all. You never know that I'm the NA- the former NHL reporter based on how many questions you asked in that I conversation. I was proud of you, though. I was proud. I held it in. Yeah, good for job, you. Stormy. <laughs> There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Wow, winning. 
or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting and win some, lose some. All right, who's ready? By the way, tweet at us or FTM at vcin.com if I miss anything or you find stuff interesting. I'm only one guy. First touchdown hurts 7-1. to First eagle touchdown plus 350. Hurts to score three touchdowns, 30-1. to And would there be an octopus, 14-1. to Hertz has the touchdown and then the two-point conversion. The octopi comes in. Octopi. The year that I don't put some pizza money on it to be entertained. Yeah, for sure. And the Hertz touchdown also, uh, the ninth time in the last ten Super Bowls, shortest touchdown caches. That's for Glenn and Quincy Mass, who loves that bet. Under one and a half. Told you it was a winner. Hello, Quincy. Yeah, I bet it. Hello. Uh, 25-yard run for uh, uh, Kurtz. Any quarterback to have a 25-yard-plus run was 5-1. to one. Mahomes got it too, Mahomes, by the way. I think he did. 26 yeah. yards. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Thank you. Eagles to convert. Hurts to convert a fourth down. Yes, minus 160. First scoring play. Eagles rushing touchdown. Plus 360. Kelsey. First Chiefs touchdown. 3-1. to one. They took, one book took $460,000 on Kelsey anytime touchdown. Everyone bet that. That is a horrible result. And, and I couldn't get down $3,000 on Kelsey at 3-1 to one to score the first Chiefs touchdown. That's, you, that, you, that's bet. Tough... you bet. Bolton, anytime touchdown, 75-1. to one. What if he had two? What if that's upheld? Okay. Dustin had MVP, our producer. He had, he had him for the MVP. I'll just reference it, on So side. if he scores both and that's allowed... And if the Chiefs win, do they give him the... I think you have to, but do they actually look at Mahomes and say, okay. who knows how the game plays out? Yeah. Imagine having both an MVP. He scores two touchdowns. No, you don't win. I know. I know. Uh, doink. Uh, kick off the upright. <laughs> plus four fifth. There were a lot of just crazy tickets in general that came to fruition in the Super Bowl. <laughs> there were. Uh, our, our good friend, Patrick... Uh, Everson. Yeah, he uh, had the octopus. He, 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 he plays the octopus every year. Shout out to Jalen Hurts. He was telling a story about uh, him and Matt Humans and everybody were over, I think, at the Westgate. And when Hurts scored, and then they knew Philly was going to two, like they all like were excited because they were like, oh, this got a shot. Because, <laughs> I mean, that's at the end of the game. Like, it's not like it happened early. So uh, the, the field goal that doinged. The uh, doink, yes. Yeah. That was like plus 450, right? I think. If you were so, if you were here at Circa Stormy, and you played the squares, seven to seven, I think was uh, I want to say it's like seven eight to one. But the second quarter number four to four was thirty to one. The third quarter number uh, one and seven was like forty five to one. So like some yeah. people made a killing. So this is when I'm sad that I didn't have you know a square that you can bet on. I just had the squares at my house and I won nothing. How lame is that? Like my dad, bless his heart, wonderful man, just said, "Let's just have squares going for fun, for for fun." <laughs> what what do I win? I win air. Come right. on, I get the gratification of picking a random square, getting right. nothing out of it. So I was a little, I was a little disappointed there. Uh, do you have a a favorite ticket that cashed for you in the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah. For me, the thing I was most proud of was I never wavered on Chiefs. Yeah. And uh, even to the point where me and Tim did the halftime show, and I gave out Chiefs money line, which at, here at Circle at the time was I think plus three twenty or something. This is when they were down ten at the half. I just felt like they still the right side. I thought Spagnola had a really good plan versus the Eagles. I just thought the, the Chiefs defense was undisciplined. 
in the first half. And they came out with a lot more discipline. Listen, they gave up 24 points in the uh, first half. Stormy, they only gave up 11 in the second. And that eight, the octopus, mm-hmm. was like late fourth quarter, you know, scored by Philly. So, you know, I, w- I was happy that I was right because I did hear, see a lot of Eagles energy from the mm-hmm. very start. So, you know, stuck to my guns, didn't hedge, you know, didn't get nervous because people that I respect and, you know, and smart people, you know, like the Eagles just kind of stayed strong. And I was proud of that. The thing that I respected about your approach to the game was that even when they were down 10 and Mahomes looked like he hurt his ankle and was in a lot of pain, you still went back and live bet Kansas City even more. Mahomes ends up to go 13 of 14 passing in the second half. No penalties. They score on every single drive um, that they had in the second half. So a really, really impressive performance. I got to tell you, though, um, my my partner for the show that I host during the day, Vison Final Countdown, Matt Brown and I, we do internal wager, similar to what you and Tim do with your cigar, cigar bets. bets. I'm getting we have, killed, by the way. We have what's <laughs> called bets and consequences, and I've been doing the killing. And it was because a lot of the, the game script that Matt had in his mind for our wager this week was based around the Eagles and was based around the Chiefs kicking game. So the doink hosed him because he had Chiefs over one and a half field goals, um, Chiefs field goal yardage over 55 and a half, like total yardage over 55 and a half. So if he just makes that field goal, like it's a different competition. So instead I won. Make sure anybody out there listening, if you haven't watched VEASAN Final Countdown before, you're going to want to tune in next Monday because the consequences for Matt is he has to eat one of those death Carolina Reaper chips. Oh my goodness. He's doing the one chip challenge. Oh no. He is already, because I've gone three for three in I our bets and these. consequences, he had to eat mayo like two mayo packets on the desk he had to take a whipped cream pie to the face and now he has to eat a carolina reaper chip this is the content we need um but he's such a trooper he's been like incredible through it he's done i feel bad because he's done such a good job in his actual bankroll he's just been losing to me in the head-to-heads so patrick mahomes almost like bad beat you because uh he was trying to like turn a chip shot extra point into like a 40-yard field goal with these kneel downs. I mean, he lost like 10 yards. It's all right. We ended up, we were we were just fine because I had the game to be tied again after 0-0, never in doubt. I had Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown. I had Eagles to win the first half, but Chiefs to win the game nice. as a bet. So I had a lot come through. Nice. So my my winning bets and consequences was never in a doubt with that. A lot of the that. crew here at Circus Stormy had the uh, game to be tied at some point. Yeah. So when it was 7-7, uh, they, oh. were, they, they erupted. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, it was an awesome bet. And the juice wasn't too crazy on it. It was like minus 125, minus 130. So it was just love that bet. That was probably the biggest bet that I even had on the Super Bowl was that one. So I was stoked. We do have official word, by the way. Yes, I saw that. Shane Steichen is officially the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. We thought that that was going to be the case. All of the reports had come out that that would be um, the Colts, obviously moving on from Frank Reich, who is now with the Carolina Panthers. 150 to 1 odds uh, in this coming year's Super Bowl. But Shane Steichen, we know, did incredible things with Jalen Hurts as the offensive coordinator the last two years with Philadelphia. Yeah, I, I lose another cigar bet to Tim. This is, but I so tell yeah, tell I, everybody I, what that was so, supposed to be. So I said that, and I bet a, a cigar. I, I get a cigar if I win. Tim gets a bottle of wine if he wins. We've we've done this. For, this is our second year. I won year one because I I, I picked St. Peter's to beat uh, Purdue outright. 
I got like a 10 to 1 odds from Tim and I came back. But I do it to create content. Tim's really trying to win. Like he's like the little kid that rode the bench in Little League. So now that he's like actually like a a starter here at VEASAN, like he wants to win. I'm just trying to create content. So like I give a lot of, you know, cigar bets that, you know, might not be – in my favor, you know, I'll take the underdog, you know, outright, you know, not take the points, and, and he don't want to reciprocate, you know, any any of my kindness. But I'm down a little bit. I'm gonna catch him, Stormy. Don't worry, I'm gonna catch him. I have faith in you. Yeah, I'm gonna catch. You're him. gonna have a comeback. But we had a cigar bet because I said that Jim Mercer was gonna make Jeff Saturday. The yeah, that time, wasn't in. That wasn't that coach. wasn't the one that was going to come through for right. you. Um, the Eagles' offense the last two years under Steichen averaged twenty five point seven points per game, five point eight yards per play, one hundred fifty three point six rushing yards per game, and had a sixty five percent red zone touchdown percentage. Conversely, Indianapolis this past season uh, in twenty twenty two averaged just seventeen points per game. They had thirty four turnovers, allowed sixty sacks, and had a third down conversion percentage of just thirty three percent. All of which bottom five in the NFL. So Indy certainly hoping that Steichen can come in and turn things around. But you got to have a quarterback you first like and hire? foremost. I'm fine with it. He's he's young and like I still think to a point unproven. So I. It's a good spot. Yeah, I think it's if they have patience. But because I don't know if Jim Irsay is going right. to have patience because the difference, Stormy, is they don't have a quarterback. They also don't have any really, really good receivers. Although Pittman's solid, he's not better than Devontae Smith or A.J. Brown. They don't have a tight end as good as Dallas Goddard. And their offensive line was one of their major issues, whereas Philly has one of the top three offensive lines in football. So I think what they're counting on is the development that we saw from year one and year two with Jalen Hurts. They're hoping whoever they get at four in the draft, that he can develop that guy. So now we'll see if if he can do that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm pulling third for youngest coach in the NFL, though officially hired Shane Steichen. To congrats, the Colts. Yes, congrats, and and that'll be a great conversation topic for our next guest uh, as well as we continue the NFL talk rolling. Uh, senior editor over at Sports Illustrated and the MMQB, Gary Grambling, is going to join us next. So now that we know the Colts' job is filled, the only head coach opening that remains is in Arizona. Who does he think as well is the fit? For the Cardinals. Me. <laughs> I'm available. Than you. Mr. Bidwell. <laughs> this is Follow the Money on VSEN. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college hoops, the VEASAN experts have you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made from all show hosts and guests. Tools like betting splits, deep dive, betting reports, betting guides for the biggest games of the year. You got bracket breakdowns and daily props. Don't miss out. This is a limited time offer. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Again, just $9.99. That's VSIN.com. Slash subscribe. Stormy Bonantoni and Sean King on the desk live at Circa Resort and Casino. Not often this early in the morning you get breaking news, but officially official Eagles offensive coordinator Shane Steichen has earned the head coaching job with the Indianapolis Colts. Perfect timing for our guest who joins us now, Gary Grambling, Sports Illustrated and the MMQB senior editor at G Grambling on Twitter. Thanks for joining us. And uh, what do you make of the news finally coming through that Steichen's the guy? 
Well, first of all, nice for the Colts. Uh, you know, no offense to Jeff Saturday, but uh, boy, what a what a circus last year. Uh, it looks like the Colts are kind of <laughs> they're kind of interested in being a uh, a professional, functional uh, football organization again. And and this is obviously good news here. It's always and and as we know, it's always tough to project. Uh, is this coordinator going to be a good head coach? Uh, as you guys know, there are, there are a thousand things that go into. Uh, uh, making a great head coach that don't necessarily carry over there. But, uh, you know, they're going to, uh, I mean, I'd be stunned if they didn't draft their next quarterback uh, this spring. And, you know, you look at what Shane Steichen did. People weren't as crazy about the Justin Herbert when he's coming out of college. Uh, Steichen worked with him as a rookie, got a lot of good play out of him. And then obviously you saw the jump from Jalen Hurts uh, between 2021 and 2022. Uh, yeah, plenty to feel good about there if you're a Colts fan. You know, it's interesting because I think sometimes with these first-time guys, you never really know. And, you know, he's inheriting a situation that's not the worst situation, Gary, but, I, I mean, they do have some major deficiencies that they have to fill. But my question for you is, is this an upgrade over Frank Wright? Boy, uh, I would <laughs> I would say, if we're playing the odds here, I would say probably not in the short term. Uh, we'll see what goes on here. It's been such a bizarre year here for the Colts, and, and I know the, uh, the owner maybe wasn't acting as rationally as you'd like your owner to, to act. And you could go back to, look, uh, they're not going to lose sleep over, over walking away from Carson Wentz, but I'm not sure if that was uh, exactly the right thing to do at that point, uh, walking away from Wentz, when you got competent play out of him back in the, uh, 2021 at this point, uh, you probably could have brought him back and, and had him for a full uh, off season and probably just, you know, been a decent team last year. I, I mean, I really thought there were a team that was easily going to win double digits and win that division a year ago. Uh, and instead we saw it happen and it seemed like the more things unraveled just a tad, the more the owner kind of, uh, I don't know, felt the need to <laughs> do more and more, Bizarre things. Uh, you know, it started with getting rid of Marcus Brady, very well-respected uh, offense coordinator there for reasons that no one quite understands. And then they move on from a uh, very good head coach. And, and now here we are. But, you know, Shane Sykin seems like something of a course correction here. For that, uh, for that franchise. Yeah, I don't know if it's, we won't know for a while if it was the right hire or the perfect hire, but I certainly think that we got Jim Mercer away from the <laughs> Jeff Saturday hire. Of I, mean, I think that's just good for the NFL in general. Now, on the Eagles side of things, not only is Shane Steichen now out of the building, but there's potential now that Jonathan Gannon, defensive coordinator, could be in line for the Arizona Cardinals Joe, coaching job. That's one job, the one job remaining that still needs to be filled. But as far as the Eagles' standpoint, potentially two coordinators gone. They have a slew of free agents that are going to be on the market here next month. And Jalen Hurts, who he's earned it, he's going to get his money now. How do you think that the Eagles are built moving forward? What are your expectations for them with, with all of the question marks around their roster? Uh, you still got lots of draft capital, and that's, a, that's obviously a really good thing there when you need to rebuild. Uh, you know, it, look, the, the guys you kind of look at, uh, Jason Kelsey, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, those guys are getting up there. I don't know if they're all back uh, at this point. Uh, it's... Uh, it's funny, you know, we were just talking about the Colts, and one of the things that I think really uh, kind of uh, kind of did in Frank Reich a little bit was just losing coordinator after coordinator after coordinator, and those guys all uh, went on to have success, uh, you know, moving on to, to other spots. But 
you know, it's, it's tough to replenish your staff. Uh, you have to kind of coach your coaches when you bring in someone new that obviously takes away from doing other things you want to do. That said, this Eagles organization, you rewind two years when they were kind of in that reset moving on from Carson Wentz at that point, uh, or I guess on the verge of moving on from Carson Wentz back in 2020, uh, they were obviously in a really bad spot. Uh, you probably feel pretty good. You also probably feel pretty good about the fact that the, the NFC just doesn't have the uh, especially the quarterback position, uh, it just doesn't have sort of the uh, behemoths you have in the AFC. It, I, I think it's going to be a conference where the Eagles are in the running every year. But, uh, you know, as, I mean, look, as, as Sean knows, just because you make a deep playoff run doesn't mean you're necessarily just going to go and do the same thing the next year. The Arizona Cardinals, as Stormy mentioned on the last opening, give us some insight on why it's taking so long to find their guy. Were they waiting on the Super Bowl run of the Eagles to play out because they had uh, actually isolated defensive coordinator there as their top candidate? Or is this a lot of people saying they're not interested because of the uncertainty with, with how Kyler Murray fits? Uh, I, I Look, I, I don't think Kyler is necessarily stopping anyone from taking that job. Uh, I, I obviously looked the quarterback at the headlines. It was a it was a disappointing year. He's out, he's also injured now, so you're probably looking at kind of a loss 2023 this one. That might give some people some hesitance, but uh, they're probably not going to go one and done with you as a as a head coach. I think that's the one thing that sort of appeals to people. I thought it would have been Jonathan Gannon. I, I mean, look, I think it's going to be Jonathan Gannon. Uh, I, I think we could find out as soon as today. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's uh, – everyone watches the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know if there's some you – know, I know some people are saying, like, oh, Gannon got outcoached. Uh, yeah, a lot of people get outcoached by Andy Reid and, and get beat by Patrick Mahomes. That shouldn't – that shouldn't affect your decision. If you like Jonathan Gannon before, there's no reason to not like him now. Uh, and obviously, uh, you know, yes, a lot of talent on the Eagles defense and, and all that. But uh, I mean, you could go back to uh, go back to the NFC title game before Brock Purdy got hurt, before Josh Johnson got hurt. Uh, you know, they're generating free runs for Hassan Reddick. Uh, Gannon did a nice job overall this year. And and like I said, if you like them before the Super Bowl, you like it now. I, I think it might just be a matter of. Uh, you know, announcing it when they want to announce it. it. It's just sort of a weird spot there because it's unclear what kind of investment the owner is going to make. Uh, is he going to make you keep some of those coaches because he doesn't want to pay a lot of people who don't work there anymore? Uh, I think that's a possibility. That might give some people some hesitance, but obviously not a ton of openings this year and not a ton of terribly appealing openings either. Well, and while the the head coaching carousel starts to wind down, the quarterback carousel is just about to begin, it seems, going into this offseason. We don't know the future of Aaron Rodgers while he is in his darkness retreat situation (laughs) currently, um, where Derek Carr is going to end up, um, the situation with the contract of Lamar Jackson. What do you think is the most interesting of the quarterbacks potentially on the move in their situation? Oh, man. Uh, I, I do think Lamar Jackson stays in Baltimore one way or another, uh, whether it's franchise tag or otherwise. I, I just can't picture it right now. They, they built the, I, I know they moved on from the offensive coordinator, but they, they built the entire roster around him uh, at this point. Uh, Carr's really interesting to me. I mean, look, Aaron Rodgers is interesting for a thousand reasons, uh, but Derek Carr's really interesting to me. Derek Carr, to me, is one of those guys, uh, you know, if you're going to do sort of the quarterback tiers, He's probably, if you got his absolute ceiling, you're probably talking about like a, a Dak Prescott type guy, a, a Matt Ryan a couple of years ago, so, something in that range. 
Uh, I think you can bring in Derek Carr and make a uh, make a playoff run, especially you know as I said, if you're one of these NFC teams who is kind of a quarterback away, uh, you could plug him in there as an upgrade and and maybe have something going here. I, I it was it was a it was a sad ending out there for a number of reasons, but uh, he carried that franchise back in 2021 when everything was completely falling apart. For whatever reason, it didn't work out with Josh McDaniels. I, I don't know if he necessarily got a fair shake, but I think he's a very good quarterback. And no one's going out there. You know, you're not going to get Patrick Holmes or, or Herbert or someone like that on the open market. Uh, Derek Carr is a pretty good uh, find, and I do think he has probably a good three or four years at least left. Gary, about 30 seconds left. Let's say uh, for this question that Aaron Rodgers remains in Green Bay. Who's the opening day starter at quarterback for the New York Jets? Oh gosh! Oh my! Uh, maybe Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> that's uh, that's kind of a bummer for uh, for them if that's how it plays out. But yeah, Garoppolo obviously makes a lot of sense. Um, uh, yeah, I guess I'll go with that. I don't think it's going to be any of the guys who were who were in that quarterback room last year. Gary, awesome stuff. Appreciate your time. Thanks for doing this. You got it, guys. Always a pleasure. Gary Grambling, senior editor over there at Sports Illustrated and the MMQB. So interesting. Like this whole offseason, I I love the offseason for the these reasons. I thought last year was crazy. If Aaron Rodgers leaves Green Bay, it's going to be next level, which that's the expectation from everybody I keep hearing. Okay, we have in pocket plays when we come back to close out our three of all the money. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
the guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. We need to add to the voiceover for In Pocket the 60% of the time it works every time. Maybe throw that in there as right, well. Right. In Pocket presented by Bet Rivers. Okay, here's what I got. We talked about it a little bit earlier. The futures parlay that I have. I'm calling it the Beantown title parlay here where I have the Celtics 4-1 to to win the NBA championship and the Bruins 5-1 to to win the Stanley Cup. Bruins, the only team in the NHL with single digit regulation losses this season. They have, what did we say? A plus 80 yeah, goal differential it's, it's this year? Yeah, I think it's plus 81. Now, I know the team that wins the President's Trophy has not gone on to win the Stanley Cup since, I want to say it was 2012-13. So it has been a hot minute, but if there's a team that can do it, I think it's the Bruins. Otherwise, I might have to just end up hedging with all my money on the Canes and follow our guy Dan Rosen, what he said earlier today. But I love all things Bruins. As far as the action tonight, I'm back in the bees on the ice this evening as well. Minus 120 favorite on the road in Dallas, taking on the Stars, getting a rare short number on the best team in hockey right now. And while both of these teams, the Stars and Bruins, have struggled a little bit lately, the Bruins have dropped four of their last five, the Stars four of their last six. Um, All of those four losses for Dallas did come at home, and the Bruins are one of the best road teams in the NHL as well. Lone meeting this season, the Bruins won 3-1 back in October. Boston's also won seven of the last ten in this series. Mark should be between the pipes, so it's hard to go against that squad when he is doing what he does. Plus, it's the start of the siblings trip. Did, okay. did, you know how they usually do like the, the dad's trip right. or the mom's trip? The Bruins are doing a siblings trip for this game against the Stars and against Nashville next. So they have a bunch of their siblings on the plane with them. They want to show up for the little sibs. You can't be getting heckled from family, you know what I mean? So you have to win these games. Yeah, only minus 120. And they need to win. Only, uh, what have they lost? Four out of the last five, yeah. I think. They need to write the ship a little bit. That's why I said they're going to write the ship. They're the team that's going to snap out of it. And then in college hoops, I'm kind of easing my way back in here a little bit. And I really like Kansas State on the money line. Minus 120. 15 at Oklahoma. Um, two teams similarly. I, I don't know if you're sensing a trend here in my plays, but two teams that are trying to get back on track. And K-State started to regress a little bit. They, too, have dropped four of their last six games. But three of those losses, Sean, have come to top 12 teams. Um, they should have a significant edge, in my mind, on both ends of the floor just because Oklahoma is not good at basketball. They're 12-13 and 13 on right. the year. They're 10th in the Big 12. They've got two conference wins, dropped four straight games, all of which have been by 10 points or more. They're a giveaway machine. So I think as long as Kansas State just does what they need to do and plays a clean game, they should be able to handle business. Yeah, Oklahoma crushed me in the Big 12 SEC uh, challenge. They beat Alabama handily. <laughs> I'm afraid of them. But, like, <laughs> I don't see. This is what's crazy about college basketball. It's like, how is that your win? Right. You know what I mean? Like, you're awful. You have two conference wins. You're 2-10 in league play, and then you go and beat a team that is now the number one team in the country. What are we doing? Absolutely. Well, what I'm doing is uh, you mentioned what – Mr. Dan Rosen liked in the Hurricanes. Then you mentioned what you like with the Bruins, but you left out Puck Shradamus. <laughs> and I got the actual winner of the Stanley Cup this year, Tampa Bay Lightning at 12-1, to Stormy. Don't forget this. They've been to the last three Stanley Cup finals. They won two or three. You know why they lost to the Colorado Avalanche? Because Braden Point got injured. 
Well, he's healthy and now. And because they're old and nah, tired. we're experienced, man. We're aging like a fine wine, <laughs> which is extremely well. Don't forget about the lightning. They will hoist the cup again. Three and four years. Bank it. 12 to 1 right now. Go and get you some of that. Thank me later. Uh, also, I like the Pittsburgh Penguins tonight in regulation. Coming off a terrible game versus L.A. This revenge spot. Sharks beat them early. I think the Penguins get it done. Plus 100 to win it in the first 60 minutes. No overtime needed tonight. Come on. I know Penguins got some, some goalie issues. So, if you want to play the over, that's fine. But I think the Penguins get this one done. And I like New Mexico tonight. Uh, their best player, House, missed the weekend game with a hamstring. But I doesn't think it matter. Matters. Wyoming's only playing with, I think, seven scholarship players right now. And listen, this is a must-win spot for New Mexico. Listen, they've lost three straight. They gotta have this one tonight. That number's at ten and a half. I think they win it by twenty. So I'm taking New Mexico. New Mexico. I'm laying the points. I like Penguins in regulation. And go ahead and get on this year's Stanley Cup champion now. Twelve to one. Lightning. Let's get it done. Oh, boo this man. You don't really believe the You're Bruins. You're just a homer. Well, I'm just saying I like teams that go to three straight Stanley Cup finals. Some people like teams that win a lot of games in the regular season and uh, evaporate come playoff time. I'm just saying. Oh, you're just, are you saying that because of the last time that the Bruins won the President's Cup trophy? Uh, I'm just saying that the President's Cup there trophy is a certain team that There is a certain team that did knock them out of the playoffs that year. Mm-hmm. Not this time, my friend. In Pocket is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials posted afternoon Eastern on BetRivers.com. Um, just a reminder as well, any of our picks on the show, picks from every show throughout VEASAN um, every single day, available at VEASAN.com on the picks page. So everything is listed there. And if you missed any of today's show or any show on the network as well, they're all posted in podcast form, VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. So mm-hmm. we're everywhere, Sean. Yeah, I did have the uh, on fire emoji next to mine on the VEASAN.com backslash Because you're picks. just cashing all those Pucksterdamas yeah, picks. Yeah, last night, man, Calgary started an avalanche of, of bad beats. So I know I'm getting back on tonight. I don't never, I never have two bad nights in hockey back to back. So that was a rough one. 3 1, under five minutes left in the third period, and they fall apart. Well, tonight you're bouncing back. I'm just glad that we weren't at odds with our hockey picks today. I like the Bruins tonight. I think that they're going to bounce back against the I Stars. I do too. Dallas is a good team, especially at home, but they, they are. Boston's got to get back headed in the right direction. They went down to Florida and took their lumps, and then I think Carolina. I feel they, like they, it's they, this it's weird... like a road trip right before the All-Star break. Yeah, I was going to say, it's yeah. like that weird time around the All-Star break, but I think now back half of the season, they'll get it together. Uh, again, if you are just joining us, the big news has officially come through that, I guess we call him former offensive coordinator now for the Philadelphia Eagles, Shane Steichen, the head coach for the Indianapolis Colts, Frank Reich, as we know, over with the Carolina Panthers now after being let go midseason. So Jeff Saturday does not get the job. Mm -hmm. It is Shane Steichen taking over. And with that, the Philadelphia Eagles could potentially be down both coordinators because Jonathan Gannon, as we just spoke to Gary Grambling a little bit ago from Sports Illustrated, said he firmly believes that Gannon's going to be the guy getting the job. Uh, Bengals defensive coordinator Lou Anarumo, kind of the other finalist for the job, according to most reports. But as you look at the Eagles moving forward and that list of free agents that are coming up here for this team, knowing you have Jalen Hurts and the money you have to pay this man. I am a little bit worried about them taking a step back. What they have on their side is that the NFC is so much weaker than the AFC. Yeah, and they have some draft capital that they get yeah, to absolutely. Uh, you know, add some 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 pieces, team-friendly contracts. So we'll see. 
Uh, it happens to every Super Bowl team. You're always going to lose pieces. Uh, hopefully, just don't pull a Rams. Right, the fall off that happened <laughs> with the Rams. The difference is the the, the draft capital, though. Yeah, like you and, said. and the Philly rosters built really with great draft selections. They've made a couple key free agent acquisitions. Uh, Hassan Reddick, James Bradbury come to mind in season. Uh, Linval Joseph and Dominican Sue to solidify what at that point was a huge weakness, which is their run defense. They traded for Chauncey Gardner Johnson, which in hindsight. Which is, if they're not going to resign him, was just a, a one-year rental. So uh, I think the Saints moved on from Chauncey because they did not want to pay him. Uh, so it'd be interesting what the Eagles do. If out of all those free agents, that probably would be the one that I identify as the one they want to keep. I wouldn't be surprised, man, if Kelsey takes a little less to go play with his brother. Really? Yeah. You know, you go to to Kansas City, you know, you can move offensive linemen around. You could slide a center to guard, you know, depending on how good they are. You can do some different things. I think if the Eagles would have won the Super Bowl, he would have retired and hung him up. Yeah. But now he probably wants to come back in some way, shape, or form. Well, better That's way an to win one. one. Go, go get with Big with Lil Bro and yeah. uh, Patrick Mahomes. So he's an unrestricted free agent. Miles Sanders, who I know, uh, no show, he's dealing with something during the game. He was dealing um, with the Chiefs. Like, I don't know what was said <laughs> in pregame, but Stormy, they had it out for Miles Sanders from that first carry. I mean, <laughs> cut, yes. cut, cut. That's all you heard. Every time he ran the ball, he got yeah. hit it was, early and often. That was one prop that I lost. And I knew I was just going to lose it immediately. I did have his over 60 and a half rushing yards. And like when he's two carries in and has negative two <laughs> yards, I'm like, all right, sweet. It's, and it's like halftime. Cool. Thanks, Miles. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, buddy. Um, but he did have a career season. Really amazing year that he's had in Philadelphia. And he is going to be an unrestricted free agent as well. Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Hargrave, James Bradbury, who you mentioned, Kazir White. Like that defense specifically, there's there's a lot more on the free agent side than offensively. So we'll see if they'll be able to put it together. I am really happy for them, though, as a team that they have their quarterback and they know he's their guy because while, yes, everybody thought that this was a talented roster coming into this year, Jalen Hurts was a big question mark and then he ends up doing nothing but exceed expectations, finishes second in the MVP voting and leads your team to a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. So this... You know, I know the show's three hours, but it always seems to go by quickly when I'm with you, my friend. Likewise. So, great job, Stormy. Great job to you. We'll be holding it down all week here on Follow the Money as the guys are taking a well-deserved break. Good luck with your bets, and uh, we will reconvene and see how those in-pocket plays play out come tomorrow. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Terms and conditions apply. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.